everybody, and welcome back to the front porch. I am your host, Ethan, and today with me, I am joined by two very lovely, very talented, very incredible ladies. I could keep going, but <laughs> we would be here forever. Liberty and Aubrey, how are both of you doing today? I feel great after that. Thank you so yeah. much for the oh, hype. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the confidence boost I needed to do this. Yeah. I'm you good. two are my ride or die on the road. So, Absolutely. yeah. Gotta, yep. And that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we've been doing some traveling. Yeah. A lot of it, I got to say. Oh, we've since, been traveling. Uh, <laughs> since when was it? Was it March or May? March. Yeah. Yeah. yeah March was, was kind of the big start of it. Yeah. And then it slowly just kind of ramped up. And now it's. Calm down. Now mm-hmm. we're editing. Yes. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's back in the office and it's like a weird feeling. Like there's a lot yeah. of people here and we're like, oh, right. We work here. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like we've been on the road for weeks, months at a time. And some of you have. But yeah. Yeah. But for those of you who are either just tuning in or not familiar, um, Liberty and I are video production people. And Aubrey is a project manager, mm-hmm. and she has been with both of us, sometimes Liberty and someone else, um, out shooting this very big episodic project that we're working on, mm-hmm. monthly thing, a lot of travel, meeting a lot of new people, really cool, um, but it is tiring. It's very tiring. So we're going <laughs> to kind of just talk about, I guess, not only our... Um, experiences on the road but also what also what a project like that looks like and then also like what our gear load typically looks like in that Mm -hmm. kind of process too yeah we can go through like what what we do before we get on a plane yeah (laughs) yeah i feel like i wondered how that works (laughs) yeah yeah a lot of people probably don't think about that or realize that but i mean we're rolling through the airport with a cart full of cases like sometimes 10 15 at a time and then fighting for overhead bin space on the plane because some of our stuff just flat out cannot be checked or put underneath and that can be a challenge sometime with full flights i know i get nervous about it you guys can back me up on that i get nervous <laughs> i was like oh, I relax it. it's gonna be okay i'm like okay i think we all get nervous about it i just have to like swallow it and be like yeah we're gonna do it <laughs> yeah and plan our time accordingly and we always figure it out i i mean i'm relatively new but we haven't had any major headaches i know maybe i shouldn't even jinx it but <laughs> everything has gone pretty smooth so far yeah yeah we've always made it work out no matter what yeah yeah it does kind of the gear kind of varies though which has been interesting to me as someone who i don't know much about the gear if anything um i literally walked in today and we're like why are we using these lights just to try to understand how things work but the variety of the gear depending on what we're doing has been kind of a surprise for me. And it's really interesting to kind of pitch the concept to you guys and watch you kind of figure out like, okay, well, we're going to be in this setting, interviews and B-roll and let's use this and you handle this and I'll do this. It's kind of interesting how it all comes together. But yeah, you guys are masters of, of the craft. I'm just along we, for the ride. We try to be. <laughs> I think Liberty more so than me. That's just You're inaccurate. both good at it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. We, yeah. we've gotten pretty good at it. Yeah. I gotta say, especially I, working together. The first couple times, I feel like it was a little more intimidating, but then we got to a point where it was like, okay, we know the kit we need to take. Yeah. And 
pretty much just got that together before we mm-hmm. flew out. Yeah, that's kind of cool about the three of us have kind of become the squad for this episodic episodic project and it's kind of nice to fall into the groove of that all together of like hey this shoot's going to be similar to the one we were on two months ago in whatever state we were in and then you kind of make your list according to that and it's coming together really smooth at least on my end most parts thanks to you guys so yeah yeah and thanks to you yeah we've (laughs) <laughs> we would be running around screaming if I'm just like here's you... what we're doing bring <laughs> whatever you need what are we doing meet you at the airport <laughs> yeah but no it's it's kind of cool because it when it's a brand new project you kind of look at it like all right and you do what you think you're going to need and now we're several months into this project and we kind of we're getting into that groove and that's really exciting just to know like oh Liberty and Ethan are coming with me it's going to be fine so you guys rock <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I, it's true. I mean, it takes... Ooh. It's, it's <laughs> on your... <laughs> There's a lot of moving pieces and parts with the project, and we've been so many different places, so be able, on my end, on a management side, to be able to be like, oh, those two are coming with me. I don't need to worry about it. I can hand it off to you and trust that it's going to be done. That's been really nice. And uh, vice versa. Yeah. Thanks. That's been a nice part about somewhat keeping the same people on just this one client. Because, like you said, we know, you're like, oh, it's like the shoot we did here. And so Mm -hmm. that makes it a lot easier for us and less stressful. And then anytime there's a new thing, you know, we always figure out whatever we need or any obstacles we might face. Mm -hmm. Plus, we have so much fun when we travel together. Like like laughing until my stomach hurts. Fun, which is great. Even if it's like a really stressful day, I know at the end of the day, we're going to find some sort of shenanigans to get into which is great 4 a.m at the airport people are moving away from us because we're laughing so hard that's true we are frequently underslept at the airport so (laughs) apologies it's not our fault yeah apologies but not really no it's fine it's fine (laughs) we'll never see those people again yeah until next week when we're at the airport at least we weren't the people screaming on a plane at 6 a.m like we had recently we had one hour of sleep left for the airport at 2 a.m for a 6 a.m. flight and sat down next to some people who were just hooting and hollering. So <laughs> they they clapped when the plane landed. I, yeah. I want you to oh, know that right that's now. That's a pet peeve of mine. They yeah. they are those people. We yeah. shouldn't be congratulating the pilot for landing. Like they should land the plane every time. Right. Like, oh, you want credit for yeah. the bare minimum? <laughs> it's but like the lowest part of your job is we're just land the plane. <laughs> we're just fun. And I'm not Actually, gonna tone it's the down hardest my part. <laughs> oh, I believe Taking it. off <laughs> and landing are the hardest part of being a pilot. Yeah. When you're in the air, yeah. it's kinda you literally cannot run into anything. <laughs> a bird. I mean you yeah. could just put it on cruise control. Plane. <laughs> it's pretty well, hard. You know <laughs> as a nervous traveler, let's um, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for that cloud. <laughs> no, but tra- I mean I've traveled more in this job than I have in my life and I've only been here a few months. I mean we've been to some places that I probably never would have gotten to. What's one before of those places? Then. Honestly, I really liked where we were in Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. It was really cute. It's got a cute downtown. It's kind of, I wouldn't say a big city feel, but there's still like that downtown city feel. And then we went to this really cool Mediterranean place and that like, I don't know what you would even call that. Not a suburb, but just kind of like a metro area of Hartford. And it was really nice. I'd never been out east before. I like the vibes were great. Shout out to Hartford. A lot of historic stuff out there. Yeah, or I got to see I got to see New York City for the first time, which is a dream 
trip of mine. We stopped in the city for two hours just to pick up camera equipment. And I was like, oh my God, my feet are in the ground in New York City. And we weren't expecting to go there. Like we had been in Jersey and were then going off to Connecticut and Andy, our CEO, was like, hey, we're going to stop in the big city real quick. And I was like, you mean, you mean New York City? So <laughs> as someone who hasn't traveled very much like that, it's really exciting. And like you said, all the people we meet and it's wild. You kind of get home after trips and just kind of go, whoa, like that was a week that happened. Yeah. So going back to being at the airport at 4 a.m., mm. um, the worst part about traveling is checking in all of our bags. Bags. They're more Pelican cases. Yeah. Um, I could say most recently, I know we had like eight checked Pelican cases for mm -hmm. a shoot. And I mean, they're heavy. One of them is literally 100 pounds and it's ginormous. And then we have another tube that has like our tripods and stands in it. We have two cameras that we break down, shove into this roller case with their batteries that we can take on the plane. We have a case full of lenses. We have lights with us. We have a Ronin. We have a 5D. It's a whole, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to travel with. Mm -hmm. And you would think that we would drive with all that stuff, but we can get away with flying with it almost always. Yeah. And the check-in process is grueling. It yeah. doesn't always go smoothly. <laughs> no, but I mean, we figured it out. Like the last flight we had coming back home, they didn't just, you know, when you get up and you weigh the bags when you're first getting to the airport and then they take them and put them on the conveyor belt behind them, they weren't doing that. So we had to figure out a system of, Ethan was at the counter paying for each bag, checking each bag. Me and Liberty would wheel them over because we had to put them through the x-rays ourselves, which was interesting, especially when there's a crowd full of people and they had all the tape lanes up and we're like okay how am I gonna get this hundred pound thing over here we have to be to our gate it can be an adventure but we always kind of just take a step back figure out a system okay what can we do how can we get this done on one hour of sleep at 4 a.m but <laughs> we get it done and we the only time we ever bring on carry-on cases is because those cases have batteries lenses or cameras in them very expensive stuff mm -hmm. because battery camera batteries cannot go under the plane they all explode yeah <laughs> Just, which... <laughs> uh, or anton bauer batteries for those of you that know what those are uh, ginormous like light batteries um so it's always us hauling these around and then we have to contend with people that throw their backpacks up in the yeah. overhead mm -hmm. bins and they're like i don't want this underneath my seat yeah because it's not like i mean you can't put it under the plane it's yeah. not even like a preference thing it's a safety issue and you don't want to argue with the flight attendant or whoever is telling you because you don't want to be like hey if this goes underneath the plane is going to be on fire like you can't just say Right, that in yeah. an airport, so you kind of have to be like, no, I please, please don't take this bag from me. Like, we always kind of look at each other whenever they make the announcement. Hey, we're looking for bags to be checked. We're always like, huh. yeah, that's always a little bit of not us, please. And we're sitting in our gate. We all have a rolly bag and a backpack. Like, but they're also pretty heavy. So yeah, if you can imagine being in a little aisle way, and then you have to hoist it up into the overhead bin oh, while like, everyone's looking at you open, mm. and your arms are just like, mm -hmm. so thanks to everybody who's ever helped. Uh, there's, True. Been, there's been some people that's always, yeah, it's always very nice. Or people who offer to help us off the, uh, the baggage claim at the end. Yeah. Like, oh, you need help with that. But. Mm. Why are you looking at 
Sometimes we're not allowed to accept the help. Um, <laughs> but no, people haven't really, I always get nervous getting it down. Because you know yeah. when the plan lanes and everyone immediately stands up. Everyone wants to get off that plane. People are trying to make a connection. They just want to get home, whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, get this down as fast as you can. But you don't want to hit anybody. You don't want to hold up the line. But it's always, it's an adventure before the adventure is kind of how I think of our airport experiences. And then there's packing the car. Yes. And then we oh pick up the God. rental car and we have to like Tetris our personal luggage with the gear, with the carry-ons, and then also make sure that there's a space in the back seat for a human to sit, um, which can be fun. Yeah. San Diego, we had four people. Everybody had their own checked bag, had, what, 10 cases of checked? Yeah, it was, yeah. And we had to fit it all into the car. And we were working that. <laughs> we were absolutely Tetris. We were on the like, clock for that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hey, we've, we've always done it, which is impressive. Sometimes you're sitting in the car with something on your lap, but oh, yeah. that's just how it goes. Also, or holding uh, something up, you were holding cases up next to you last time and then like sleeping against them. Yeah. And then too. on the way back to the airport, I just had a full case just on my lap. Mm hmm. And then Liberty was like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize <laughs> you felt so bad. <laughs> yeah. Also, rental car uh, agency slander. Why do you guys never have cars? That is your one job. It's literally the only thing you have to do is just have a car available for us that we reserve. It's like a Seinfeld. Yeah. We, we always show up. Well, what was the reservation <laughs> for? A car. Yeah. That's and true. then they go in the back room and it's like, oh, we just got to stay there and look busy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, we ordered a full-size SUV. Like, give me a big Yukon. They're like, well, the best we can do is a Prius. Um, <laughs> that's not going to work. But the more that we're reserving things, like I was recently upgraded to some sort of like diamond status. Oh. So now I can just check in on the app and go right to the car. It's that's like cool. you're in ILD, cool. go pick one. And I'm like, oh, that Tesla looks nice, but 10 cases of gear won't fit in that. So It's like know. when Dale and I went up north <clears throat> and we were like, we need a midsize SUV. That's it. Mm -hmm. Super standard, nothing crazy, nothing that's expensive. I just need to fit an Astro case in this thing. Sure. And they were like, uh, we upgraded you to a BMW sedan. And I was like, Sure. <laughs> I'll uh, make that, it fit. That's not going to work for me. <laughs> yeah. They're like, sorry, we don't have a car, but they do have those rentable scooters on the corner if you guys want to get one of those. Yeah, I'll take a spin. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Fire up the Lime scooters. We can just roll the rollies behind us. We'll get there. Yeah. I was like, I'll make I'll make this gear fit in this BMW if I have to, but mm -hmm. nothing at sport mode and it could zip. Moving away from uh, travel troubles, um, I've, with this, this project and these shoots in particular, I feel like all of it pays off because as our own like three-person team, we have so much creative freedom when we shoot these mm -hmm. um, projects. And it allows us to shoot in ways that we don't typically get to because we don't have clients like looking over our shoulders that are like, no, we want it to look this way, this way, which is fine because mm -hmm. um, that's what they're supposed to do. But it is fun having a creative outlet like that every now and again and really getting some pretty shots or 
you saw something once and you were like, I want to shoot something like that. And you're able to mm -hmm. type thing. Yeah. Well, most times with this project, we get to a location and we have no idea what it's going to look like. You don't know what the lighting yeah. is going to be like in there. You don't know if you have a good spot for an interview. You don't know. So there was a location we went to just outside Chicago and we just did a tour of the office building. And as we're walking through, we're like, oh, that hallway is a great shot or over here, that'd be a great interview set. And then even just what angle to do it at it's cool to kind of be like all right guys here's our set here's our objective for the day and then you two kind of just tag team how you're going to shoot it who's going to have what equipment so that's kind of fun to to walk into a blank slate of of a location and figure out how to get it done but it's cool to watch you two kind of come up with that plan in your own brains and then together and we always kind of like we're three different people with well you guys have similar background but like I was not involved in production stuff like this before I came here so to be able to kind of all come to a common objective together at the end of the day with three different brains is pretty cool like we'll look at a room and be like oh this 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 and we're like yeah I was thinking that too and then we knock it out it's pretty cool and you guys come up with cool stuff so it's exciting it's a little nerve-wracking to not know but we haven't gotten anywhere nowhere is going to be unshootable for us so it's a fun challenge. It's exciting. And I, a lot of it is like trust too. Mm -hmm. Like we all trust each other to do not only what we say we're going to do, but to oh, also yeah. execute it to like its fullest extent and maybe even beyond a lot of the time. Oh yeah. And I feel like a lot of that's just because we spend so much time together. So it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you learn how each other works and you know, you know what expertise each person has and who is my best person to ask this question to or let me get your opinion and yours and let's come together and kind of combine them and, and rock it out but yeah it's it's really fun for me yeah my knowledge stops at a certain point like <laughs> so to be able to hand it off to you guys and not have to worry about it like I said um it's great it's fun what are some of your um your favorite shots that we've done with this project all of them they're all perfect on the road everything wow. every single one everything Liberty well they're all they're nice. all like oh, stop. true true <laughs> everything ethan shoots looks nice when some things are like we said it's the same project and some things are some shoots are similar but they're all so different in their own ways i mean we're in different office buildings we're in warehouses we're outside we're in all kinds of different weather elements so i feel i can probably pick a favorite shot from each of the shoots that we've been on so far to be honest i can say one that comes to mind for me do you want it do you want to no, say you something go. i don't want to go keep, like, i'll go next okay i have mine okay i finally thought okay <laughs> there was a shot when we were in um where was it was it recently was it last month no it wasn't last month Oh, yeah, gosh. what is time? Oh my god. No, it was Chicago. It was Chicago. Okay. Um where we had shot an interview and he was on a stool mm. behind mm. him. It was like all the colorful shapes. Yeah, I love those. And prior to that, I we had done an interview and I was like, for B cam, I'm gonna do it handheld. Mm -hmm. So throughout the interview I could change the angle and the shot and like focus on their hands and yeah. their face and you know, do a lot of like cool off centering type stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I could really give them a lot of negative space and put a lot of emphasis on the environment and i think that i'm 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 pretty proud of that and it was yeah, it was hard be. it was hard to shoot it because 
that camera gets heavy after a while after a full day of shooting oh yeah 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 and, and you know yeah <laughs> um no it turned out great yeah, yeah i'm i think about that a lot i hope i hope we shoot more interviews like that because yeah. they get they get stale after a while talking heads yeah because people don't always know how to make it look interesting yeah you got to keep people's attention i think that's a big thing for this project because like you said it's episodes so you have to you want to keep people watching all the way through you don't want them to just be looking at one person on camera Mm -hmm. for their minute or whatever they're talking so to have the like static setup camera on a tripod and then to have you separately handheld just to give that more natural it was almost like like you had kind of a side angle like you were saying Mm -hmm. with our interview subject and the cool foam shapes behind him and it kind of gives you that natural thing. Like I'm standing in the hallway just watching him talk. And I think that really helps you connect with your viewers. It makes it more natural. And I mean, it was a, we had lights and cameras and everything. It was this whole big setup, but I don't think you would know that looking at it. Mm-hmm. You can tell because of the quality, but you wouldn't think, wow, they took over this entire hallway with equipment. Um, and I think that natural feel just makes it feel more authentic and natural. And that's the underlying goal of this project. So to take that goal all the way down into those details, I think is is what makes us successful at what we do. Because it's not just in the interviews or how we're editing thing. It's all the way down to where am I standing with what camera? And I think that is important. I yeah. think I think that one stood out because the way we lit it too. Like it was a big aperture yeah. with mm-hmm. the light dome mm-hmm. on it. And it was very, mm-hmm. I mean, there were a bunch of windows in that room too. And you can't yeah. you can't tell there are windows in that video, but um, it felt very like documentary style. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel so polished and professional. I think that's why it stands out to me so much. Yeah. And did we have another light, or do we just use the aperture? He had those overhead lights, like oh, right. they we were like they ones. weren't directly oh, that's over, right. they weren't directly over him. They were like kind of offset behind him, yeah. mm-hmm. and then he dimmed them a little bit. That's right. That's cool. Thing. So we had like a little bit of an edge light too, which is really nice. That was a good one. Um, but yeah. And it turned out well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, yeah, we used, yeah. I think my favorite was when we were in Hartford. Mm-hmm. And I know you kind of touched on this, but I think we had five interviews and they wanted a different space for each one. Mm-hmm. And we had 15 minutes in between each interview to set up a new shot. That was the first time I was doing it solo, mm-hmm. setting up my own shots. And I think that was like a very intense but rewarding day. Yeah. And it was also your first day going solo with interviewing. Mm-hmm. And you did so well. And Thanks. it was like, it was just a really good team day, I think, for us. Like you yeah. and I were on it. Like mm-hmm. we would go from interviews done, all right, pack up, moving to the next one. And knowing that Andy had already shot there the day before, we couldn't do the same right. places. Mm-hmm. So we were really like, stretching the creativity that day because it was a pretty small office i mean it was an empty like we had to kind of hide that it was an empty office because people are working from home or on vacation or it's just kind of how things are now but we didn't want to show an empty office so we had to get really creative um in the office space and windows and different colors and i think we probably spent 10 minutes trying to light a plant correctly yeah. Like there yeah. was one shot that, that you set up right. so well. I remember <laughs> we were both nervous at the beginning of the day and we just kind of like took a deep breath and figured it out. And there was that one shot that you set up in the hallway um, for 
one interview. That was a tough interview too. I'll never forget that. But it comes down to all of those little tiny details. And we're running around the office trying to find a good plant to have in the right. background. And then it's like, well, we need a little light on that because there's windows over here. There's red brick back here. And I mean, it was amazing. It, The plant is like perfectly in the shot. It looks great. And nobody would probably even think of that. Right. Um, but that was one of my favorite shots of that shoot because it was kind of a weird place to set up an interview. It yeah. was like the middle of a hallway with some cubicles behind and some shelves and a couple succulents. But you just kind of make your own space. And we really, you really pulled it off. It, it was great. And the interview Thanks. was great. So, yeah, that was a and good one. And it made the cut. So, you know, yeah. that's always mm-hmm. nice. That, and the client's shot. happy. So I love that. But that shot looks really nice. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. We did some fun ones um, a few weeks ago in a different area of Connecticut, about an hour away from Hartford. Norwich. Yeah, that was an adventure of a of a space to shoot in all kinds of colors and textures and lights and a lot of colors. A lot of color. A lot of and not just like vibrant colors, like reds, blues, yellows, just in huge spaces. So yeah. There was a lot of opportunity there that I think we really used to our advantage. You did some cool, you did a cool spinny move with a camera, a wide shot of of a big space. And mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yeah. It was another one of those moments where we just kind of, we checked out the room earlier in the day before we were supposed to be there shooting. And we kind of like looked around and we all kind of mapped out things. And you're, okay, I'll be on this side and you'll be on this side. And then we switch and we did a lot of cool stuff. I don't know if I have a favorite one there, but. I have to say, can I just like bow down to you and praise you for a sec? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up? There, you had a handheld shot in that same room when they were playing their big intro video sequence, mm-hmm. and you had tried it. You had tried it once, and he walked away. But it was a guy's silhouette against like the video playing in the mm. background yeah. Oh, yeah, and you that. you mm-hmm. framed him up perfectly the first time and he immediately walked away yeah. and mm. you couldn't shoot him anymore but he had come back to a different side and you got him then that shot looks incredible thank you and i'm trying to put it in my current edit somewhere nice because it hmm. it was exactly i was like <laughs> god i wish i could get that shot and i was like i bet liberty will get it at some point and you did that was a tricky space too because it wasn't just the colors like when you were shooting in there at what point like all the house lights were down and it was just the light of the stage and the screen was as wide as the room and then there's mirrors on the side like there were a lot of things to work around for you guys and yeah. you made it look easy so yeah props that was an interesting audience audience setup too because we mm-hmm. couldn't go in the middle of it yeah. we could yeah. only stay on the outside and that can get tough when you want to get straight on with presenter yeah. spaces or even the audience so yeah. That was that was tough to work around, but yeah, I was kind of disappointed with. Um, I wasn't able to get nice straight on, like close, because I had the yeah. Ronin. Yeah, because um, it was a big conference space with that huge stage, and then you had I think thirty nine eight top tables. Yeah, in the room, kind of scattered, full of people. So you don't want to stand in front of anybody. You don't want to get in anyone's way or bump the chair. Or so yeah, that was a challenge. I'm sure. Yeah, I just stood in the back of the room and watched. I useless at that point but there's you a worked around it it turned out great crouching and crab stepping yeah. yeah i did get some photos of you guys getting creative with how you got your shots there was a couple on the complete opposite side of the, the space that we were in 
at one point both of you were sitting on the ground on this like concrete <laughs> floor and I just took a picture behind you because I, I mean is that what you do huh? and in my yeah <laughs> exactly in my head I was like it whatever it takes like to that. get the shot and I mean we got days and hours worth a video so to see that kind of like tenacity that far into the shoot for me was sick because that wasn't the stuff that we were getting wasn't necessarily a priority it was just like well let's get this too maybe we can use it later maybe the client will want it from us let's just do it so to see that kind of all-out mentality from you guys even that far into it amazing for me as a as a pm i'm just glad i can hunch over on the floor like a little gremlin person and aim the camera straight up above me and just like I have a photo of that and just move and just move the joystick slowly and just wait for it and not even look at what I'm shooting and you guys are like he's probably getting it no yeah when I see you in that like when Ethan's in crouch mode I'm like stay away from him he's in a zone right now and it's gonna be so dope at the end of the day yeah that is that is one of the things it's like you cannot talk to me no when Ethan is in his element my thumb cannot move yeah do not disturb mode it needs to be the exact same speed mm-hmm. or when i just lay down on my back on the ground too oh i haven't seen that one yet but i'll be on the lookout yeah, I, that I was in a times. in like a closet we were shooting a light and ethan got down mm-hmm. yeah and laid mm-hmm. down to get the light that whatever cool it takes one. whatever it takes whatever it takes we always get it done adventures on game whatever it takes some people will know what I'm talking about. Is that a hmm? is that a movie? It's in the trailer. It what? doesn't matter. <laughs> is I'm Avengers like, Endgame a movie? I'm like the least Marvel-y person in the office. What are so. your guys' favorite Marvel shots? It's actually kind of a cool topic. That that should someone we, else should. should we run with it? <laughs> Maybe we should have other people on. Don, Donnie's looking at save that for another day. Crickets. Yeah. I don't, I don't Dane, what's your favorite Marvel shot? If you had one. The one that's mm, on green thank screen. Thank you, Dane. Thank you. That was cool. The one that's on the green screen. Inspiring. <laughs> I got a few. I had, <laughs> um, I'm not going to talk about it. I haven't it, even but seen I need, all of the I need movies. to get this idea out before it goes away because I thought about it at 2.30 last night. Don't talk about why I was up. At I wasn't going to. I was playing balloons. I was up too. <laughs> You're playing balloons. Balloons. <laughs> BL. All right. Get whatever. Okay. Get out. So what if? I was on TikTok. <laughs> what if we did like Pictionary, but we tried to draw like some of our favorite shots from like cinema from like cinematic history, and then we tried to guess what oh, it was from. Oh, you got to get Kevin on that. Right, Dane. Wow. That'd be kind of fun. You got my approval. Like if we had like a list, so it's a little bit easier because it oh. will be hard to Let's do that. that we yeah. can use the big whiteboard. I think that would be really fun. <gasps> wow. All right. Anyway, Anyways. I just had to get that out there. Yeah. You can keep that in if you want. If if you get excited about it, uh, join us, please. Smash that like button if you agree. Yeah, a little tease. Yeah. Yeah. Pictionary coming up Did they at just some point. Wink? What? Huh? You just toss out a wink? Or was that an involuntary wink? I think he just blanked. I just, oh, maybe. Something squirted in my eye. Right <laughs> Squir- <there>. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> something squirted in your eye? <laughs> okay, that's fine. Let's just drop that. <laughs> I think um, we should. Please cut that. I don't know if I want to drop that, actually. <laughs> 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 it seems kind of concerning. Is that the name problem? 
just love talking to off-camera Dane. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. I mean, I have read comments that the podcast needs more Dane, so I do think it's important that oh, we, I've read that 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 we comment include off-camera Dane. Anyways, what I, will, uh, I will say, since we're on the topic of interview shots, if you're ever shooting an interview, you want depth and you want good framing. Don't ever put someone directly against a wall. Yeah. That's probably like the number one thing you should not do. Even I know that. Yeah. You want to be able to see a nice space behind them and in the frame, you want to balance that frame out. So if your subject is on the right third, maybe a little something peeking into the left side of the screen, you know, like a plant. When in doubt, add a plant. Add a plant. We've had some tastefully placed pillows before as Mm. well. Yes, pillows. Mm -hmm. Anything to give a pop of color. Love a good pop of color. And the viewer would never think of that, but we like had a two-minute conversation over which pillow goes where and which colors in front and which one looks better. You set it up, you run back and look at the the camera. Yeah. The small details that go into it would... Y'all don't even know. We really do need one of those like portable monitors. Hmm. I feel like we would benefit so much from that. Okay. <laughs> but I will say, um, after we spend all day getting these awesome shots, uh, we have a lot of fun. Like at a TGI Fridays or uh, watching Hell House LLC. Non-sponsored. Non-sponsored. Or a, we had a fun Walmart trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Or being in the car we have fun sometimes yeah. car um, rides we often get soup 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 yeah soup girl soup girl over here liberty is our resident soup, soup girl soup yeah girl. when we get together it's um we wreak havoc wow you know i don't even know we're a nightmare it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot it, re- it honestly reminds me of when i used to have like sleepovers with my friends growing up and my parents used to have to keep coming downstairs to tell us to be quiet like i feel like that as a 30 year old woman i'm like i i mean we act like children but in a respectful in a respectful after, after hours after yeah. the work uniforms come off and our party outfits come on true you know? which is often just like it's just like, big hoodies and, yeah, and comfy stuff snacks point. we're good at snacks yep yeah we we recently spent a lot of time um in an arcade on oh, one of our trips yes we um, spent a lot of time, like hours, and a lot of money, and yeah. a lot of talent came out of out Everyone. of those arcade trips. Someone's like an expert at the claw machine. Ethan also beat like, a high score at the arcade. Ethan did beat a high score in the children's arcade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He beat some kid that, that was <laughs> yeah. really messy handwriting. And yeah, <laughs> and I beat that. I beat that high score. It was not like well, it was kind of close. Like. That high score is non-existent. Some anymore. eight-year-old child is crying that yeah. they no, no longer have their name on the whiteboard in the. Uh, it was arcade. so it was so impressive that I won a certain amount of tickets for that, and the the nice counter lady who I think about more than I should. She was probably. so nice. She was so nice. <laughs> she gave me more tickets, so she was very impressed. That was yeah. fun, and then. I mean, we went there multiple times. Yeah, my credit card company was like, "It looks like you were charged twice," and it was just me reloading tickets. Because it was in like minutes of each other. It was like, were you charged twice? And I was like, no, that was me. Thanks for checking. That was probably the that was probably the token game. It yeah, it was. Or the, yeah. ba- or the basketball game. I really there was a basketball game I really liked playing. Yeah, really good at really good at basketball. You were you really liked that ball throwing one. 
Notice oh, how he the, didn't say, with the squares? Notice how he didn't say you're really good at the ball throwing one. He was just like, you You really liked that ball. No, you were oh, good at oh, it. Oh, no, I didn't mean that. You were good oh, at it. Oh, no. I wasn't good. You were. It's I fine. That. And the it clowns. And the, you know what I'm, yeah. This is going to sound so weird to people. Yeah, the ball game and the clowns. You were great. It was, I liked the We ball had fun. Game. You were really good at the ball game. I would play that game. again. We had that, I'd never seen that before. That was a new game. Yeah. Me either. New game. Yeah. And I guess I'm good at claw machines. Yeah, you're and great. the co- the I coin really pushing one, we tore that up. The, yeah, what that, was it Wonder man, Woman? Yeah, the Wonder Woman coin pushing. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't don't bump those. Yeah, Liberty set off the tilt alarm a little bit, but they didn't have those when I was a kid. It was pretty embarrassing. It was an accident. Like I went to Chuck E. Cheese a lot as a kid. Like our daycare went twice a month on Fridays was Chuck E. Cheese Day. You mean Chuck E. Diseases? I turned off mine. <laughs> No, I don't. Wow. Are we saying it's dirty? I mean, it is. It's good for your immune system. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Is that what it is? Yes. Is that what the his, E is? That's his full name. I don't like it. Remember the animatronic ones up at the front? Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah. Well, Nightmares. I'm sorry. You saw. I didn't see. Uh-huh. Roll it back. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me off the rails, because you know once we start getting off the rails, it's over. <laughs> what is... um? <laughs> Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Next question. <laughs> Leave a comment with this. your favorite arcade game. Smash that like button. Thanks. With all of this travel, is there one specific thing that you learned? Is like, is there one important thing that you learned that sticks with you? Mm-hmm. Got to be flexible. Mm. You got to yeah. be flexible and adaptable because when you're a thousand miles from home and you forget something mm-hmm. you can't you can't just go out and buy it most of the time so mm-hmm. you really have to one be prepared in the first place so that it doesn't happen but if it does happen you know calm down work together to find the solution and you just got to keep pushing because for sure it happens there's no way you can completely eliminate human error so yeah. It hasn't happened a lot, but when it has, we've always solved the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think and figured it out. Well, you were yeah, even adjusting to equipment issues on the fly. We've run into that a couple times with lighting or audio or or what have it and you have to just find a way to get it done. Um I think one of my biggest lessons on the road and even just in this position is just kind of taking advantage of the growth that comes out of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Like even with flying, I am a very nervous flyer. I hadn't done it much until I got here and I'm definitely getting more comfortable with that. And I kind of just had to be in my own head and be like, take a deep breath, it's gonna be fine. Like you're with your friends, it's gonna be fine. You're gonna get there, you're gonna crush the shoot. And you mentioned um, my first solo time interviewing and I have a news background, so it shouldn't be weird to me but that's not what i did in news so to have my boss say hey you have this skill run with it i was immediately nervous and even like a little bit of doubt and then it's now one of my favorite parts of my job is talking to people and interviewing people and the challenges that come with that because some of the people i really have to try to get the answer out of them so a lot of people come with prepared answers or they've heard the question before or whatever but i it's been a challenge to kind of get people to break their character like that and get the content that we want. So it can be scary, but it's everything that's been scary to me so far has been worth it at the end. And I've learned something from that. And I think that only makes me better at my job. 
which is great and I have a good time doing it so the fear turns into excitement and then reward at the end after we get back from the airport and I go ah we did it and then you go yeah and then I sleep and then I come back to the office and I'm going through the footage and I'm like wow that turned out even better than I thought it's it's great I would say I am not a roll with the punches person I don't want to I have found myself having to do that quite a bit especially with traveling uh, yeah, and I, I used to get really stressed about it and it was like the number one bane of my anxiety mm-hmm. um but it's gotten to a point where I'm like, we have always made it work. And I always remind myself of that to the point where it literally does not bother me anymore. Like when we yeah. when we were in Connecticut and they were like, oh, we don't have your rooms booked because you're not supposed to be here until tomorrow. <laughs> and you were like, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to throw up. But and I'm I was just... like, I was like, Aubrey, I, I can't explain it to you, but it's they're just it's just going to work out somehow. It's true. And I and it did, you no. know. And we slept on the bus that night. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> but um No. I don't mean to get emotional in the group chat, but being being Sweating. with being with you two and like hanging out so much together and really developing like the bond, not not just like a coworker bond, but being like really good friends, mm-hmm. um, just like takes all that stress out of me. And it's like, well, if anything bad happens, at least I have I have you two. Yeah, I got you. I agree. Yeah, I, like I'm surprised to hear you say that because you're so cool in situations like that, I feel like. Because I'm like that oh, too. I'm go- I'm- like I need a plan. Yeah. I need all the details. And if anything kind of goes off course, I'm immediately like, hmm. But I don't want to ever show that. Like I don't want anyone to be able to pick up on that. So I just get like really quiet. <laughs> or be like, Ethan, I'm going to die right now. Please help me. <laughs> I'm like, you actually get pretty vocal. <laughs> <laughs> you should see what I'm not vocal about. But it, I mean, it's true. It's like okay, this challenge came up and it's a, I'm a little uneasy, but it's going to be fine. You good? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, being able, it's a trust thing. Like me being able to trust each other, I think is really helpful to know that if I am anxious or worried about a situation, to know that I can confide in you to both help me find a solution professionally and then like support me as a homie. That's really great for me because I feel like a lot of people don't always have that in their jobs yeah. or they feel like they're alone and they have to fix it on their own. And that's not how we operate here. If I need something, I can ask anybody. Um, but yeah. All right. Dan and Donnie are that getting was really nice. Yeah, that was really nice. Besties. Everyone be jealous of our friendship. Dan and Donnie are getting restless back there. I know. So we're going to wrap this up. Donnie's pacing. pacing with his eyes. Um, so before we close out, what have you two been watching? I got to think about it. Okay. I watch a lot of things. I've been watching Alone on Netflix, which is a survivalist show where oh, 10 okay. people go out to the Canadian wilderness and see how long they can survive for. Mm. And it's awesome. I've learned so much. That's awesome. And it's just, it's really entertaining. Yeah. It's highly suggested. Hmm. Well, I said this last time I was here, but I'm still watching Seinfeld. Um, I didn't watch it when it aired you know in real time when it was on so i'm still going through it i i love it um if i just have something on in the background i've recently been watching letter kenny yes. i just love that quick comedy 
oh my god there's one line I mean it kills me I'm laughing out loud at it just if I'm like doing the dishes or whatever I'll turn that on but I'm also in full-on spooky season mode I'm watching all the cheesy horror movies all the lights off I'm ready to be scared so I can't even think of what I watched a paranormal one of the paranormal activities those are so I watched some kidnapping one it's hard to keep it all straight in my head because I'm also reading spooky books right now So it all kind of blends together, but I'm in full-on spooky season mode. Letter Kenny and murdery stuff, is, which really sums me up if you think about it. Um, what about you? What are you watching? I, I just jumped back into season two of The Exorcist. Because for those of you that don't know, mm-hmm. The Exorcist, uh, Fox, was Fox, did a TV show. And Didn't know that. Incredible. I did not have very high expectations for it, and it has far exceeded what okay. I thought it would be. Okay, that's awesome. The special effects and like the CGI they do, and like the possession sequences are horrifying. Sick. And the, you care about like the characters too, type hmm. thing. And the cinematography is gorgeous. I, okay. I'm genuinely amazed that they pulled it off. Is it related to? The original film? Like, is there any connection there or just similar? There's loose connections, yeah. Okay. They'll make references. They're like, oh, that was a big inciting factor. And then ever since then, okay. this stuff has happened type okay. thing. Yeah. Cool. No, super good. I highly recommend it. You can watch it on Hulu. Love that. Nice. Yeah. to list. Cool. Anything else? I don't think so. I think we're good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. For coming on and talking with me. Thanks coming for on having the porch. us. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. I, I always like talking to you guys. So. Yeah, we're like besties. So. Yeah, I know. It's all right. I mean. We'll hang out. Yeah, I'll see you guys soon. <laughs> what are you guys doing later? <laughs> Probably watching that show. <laughs> uh, thanks for <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and watching us be not only a little bit silly, but also a little bit goofy and also rambunctious. Silly, goofy move. Um, this is our third one we filmed today, so... I'm kind of feeling it now. Next one, I might make it a little kooky crazy, you know? It's soup time. Yeah. Gotta have a soup. It is soup time, yeah. Uh-huh. You got three minutes of this battery left. All right. But with mm. that, thank you, Dane. Uh, with only three minutes of battery left on one of our cameras, with that, I will leave you all with adieu and uh, get off our porch. Bye.